since we're a country divided, what can we agree on? I'm cool with talking about that. Um, I'm going to let you guys do a lot of the talking because I'm getting a tooth pulled at 10.30 this morning. Oh, um, really? You want to shoot him no, in the mouth? No, not really. I can just make him <laughs> But, I have a strength. But, uh, you're lying. Well, that's actually a good topic for you, man, because talking politics is like pulling teeth. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It is. So, yeah. Pete, really I got some leftover. Uh, I'm not sure which will be more painful, so the podcast I have or mine the mine my butt. Here at 11 minutes and 22 seconds, we'll go ahead and make introductions. Um, this is Civil Tension number 54, and I am the host, Party. Peter Galt, and uh, to my right is... Dan Gelman. Jerry Settles. Bill Hassey. Ken Nicholson. Don Sebeson. Who are all co-hosts. So once again, <laughs> you're all responsible carrying on for the carrying the conversation because I really don't feel like talking that much. Um, That's okay. We won't miss you. Again, what can we agree on? Nice. What can we agree on? I really what can we agree, agree on? Like, um, I just don't know. Sometimes we're so divided. I did. Well, we, we never think about agreeing on stuff anymore. Right. When you first brought up the topic three minutes ago, it was the first time I put my brain in that no. objective so mode. So maybe I've accomplished something already. No. Huh? Yeah, absolutely. How about um, keep, keep it simple and what can we agree on? Do you feel we're better off today than we were four years ago? Oh, that'll light them up. I know that's too different. It's you know, in what regard? Yeah, that's the thing. That's what you people. Know, it's a very ask subjective question. So, uh, <laughs> well, look, you can look at it in many different ways. You can look, uh, economically, economically um, uh, we're stronger now than we were four years ago. Um, uh, uh, Job-wise, lots more jobs. I mean, you can't even fill jobs now. There's so many openings. Yeah, but th- th- these things that you're talking about, th- th- you can't do overnight. It takes right. a lot of planning ahead of time, and so the the actually the stuff that Obama did, we are actually benefiting from today. Give me one there, example from the champions. There's tons of examples. Give me I'm one. Not, I'm not going to sit here and no. And, just give me one. Well, I'm curious because I don't buy it. <laughs> and, and I'm not saying it's not true because I, I believe presidents get way too much blame when the economy is bad and way too much. But you know how it works, right? It you know that a, you, you know that the sense. stock market works about uh, about how people feel about right. the, the, what they're putting their money into. Yeah. yeah. Okay, but consumer confidence for, the, for these companies to begin there. I would entirely disagree with that. Profits drive the market disagree? more than anything else. Absolutely, market has nothing to do with people, how people feel. Oh, I don't think it was. Were you talking about the stock market? Yes. Oh, I'm talking about people, when people invest. They they have a feeling about what they're going to do. Now you're going to sit there because this is your job, yeah. and you know this far better than I do. But it's kind of like like I like it the way what I do when I build a house and people make decisions on it. There's emotionally driven things mm-hmm. that they're doing. Sure. And I will tell them this is a good way of doing it or this is a bad way, and they'll listen to me up to a point, and then this emotional kick in. Well, let's take that analogy of building a house. And typically when people do investing in things like that, they're, they are trying to build a house. But unfortunately what they're doing is, is, is they're, they're, they're buying the products to build a house before they have the plan in place. Mm-hmm. So how do you know how many windows you need? How, ma- how much wood do you need? What's the foundation going to look like? You know, so, but the, the stock market... Trust me, you, you can invest and feel however you want to feel, and, and the, the reality is is you're investing because that's the only thing you've ever been taught from day one mm-hmm. when you when you get into Western a job is, is you got to put money into a 401k, which is a terrible substitute for a pension, but it is what it is, and it's all we have. And, you know, your emotions are, yeah, I hope it does great, you know, because that's, that's what I'm told. If I invest over a long period of time, it's going to do great. 
And the reality is, is over uh, the generations that's in retirement, that was already learned twice, uh, that that can be an absolutely terrible... You can lose your tail. ...terrible thing to uh, keep invested anyway. But, but, but the drive of the market really is the big boys. It's, yeah. it's all the fund managers, yeah. you know, and the big money. That's, that's really who's driving it, and the feds. Yeah, Although the, the feds are terrible at uh, the market... For, for the last so we can't years. so we can't agree on this. This is one of those things we can't agree on in terms of who gets credit for when it's good and who gets credit. The, when point, I, 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 trying, I, I, the point that I'm I, trying to make is that you know, okay, Obama. We talk about Obama. I'm not talking about Obama the man. I'm talking right. about his administration. Right. I'm talking about the Fed that was going on at that time. These things bleed over to themselves. Oh, certainly. I don't. And so for anybody to sit absolutely. back and say, well, look at how prosperous we've been in the two years Trump's been president. I'm like, well, you know, you, you, you're looking at this with a with a bit of a filter. Because these things are already in play before he gets into office. No, uh, I ain't buying that. Time out. Tax cuts time out. regulation. Now, cert- now yeah. certainly, when he gets into office, mm-hmm. there was a huge spike in confidence, which we see in the market all the time. That's why it swings the way it swings. It's one of the reasons. Well, but uh, there, there, here's where I would differ with you, Wallet. I, I believe certain policies improve the economy. Certain policies don't. More taxation, more regulation hurt the economy. Um, the more, the, the less freedom we have, the worse our economy is. This, is a, got, this is a very broad brush. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm um, talking more philosophically about the how we run Don is a capitalist. Yeah, absolutely. Let, let, let me bring this yeah. down to what Don just said and, and reduce the brushstroke to a, very, a few just very specific things on losing freedoms. The state of Illinois, J.B. Pritzker, just a little earlier, just signed into law uh, Illinois' first gun licensing bill. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's into law. Now, all that does, it's it's a placation law. It It doesn't do jack crap. Right. Really, it's it's absolutely it's it's a tax. stupid. It's a tax, right. uh, which will cost uh, gun I sellers. Say that do anything then? <laughs> it, well, it gives them some money. It costs gun sellers, gun shops, uh, fifteen hundred dollars a year uh, for this license. So it, it's a license and registration program for gun dealers. So. It, That's already it regulated could, by the federal government. It's already regulated by the federal government because in order and to and there be, is no additional regulation in there. No, a it's it's, a, it's essentially it's a, a tax. tax. It's 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 really very stupid. Of wealth is what it is. It's really very stupid, but it's a placation law. Additionally, a law was just put in, of uh, just filed yesterday, the twenty fourth, by um, Representative Daniel Didech, D I D E C H. Uh, which is the which is an amendment to the Foyd card law, and it's, it's a statute amending in order of appearance, and it gives the statute numbers, and it's essentially amends the Firearm Owners ID Card Act, and it provides that the Department of State Police shall conduct a search of the purchasers, meaning the purchaser of the Foyd card social media accounts available to the public to determine if there is any information that would disqualify the person from obtaining or require revocation of a currently valid firearm owner's identification card provides that each applicant for a firearm owner's identification card shall furnish to the Department of State Police a list of every social media account. Boy, is that dangerous. Wow. That is such a severe violation. We're going to believe everything we see on social media. No, no, no. no. You can look this up. This is a violation of the First Amendment. This is a filed bill. This bill was filed yesterday. 
um, by, again, Daniel Dedick uh, and uh, its statutes amended in order of appearance for 430 ILCS 65 slash 3.1 and 430 ILCS 65/4 with regard to the firearm firearm owners identification card act the FOID act well that will lead to if you're so if you're a republican this is a reason to not give you a gun that just got filed uh, it's bill status it's bill I'm sorry bill HB0888 Three eights. That's HB zero. We can look eight, it up, buddy. Okay, we don't have first we don't general assembly. Feet. So, <laughs> I, well, I'm just saying this is just it's real. It's on the internet. Saying. Yeah, it's a real thing. We believe you. So, to bring that all the way down to a tiny fine point of when things, when the economy goes bad, when our freedoms are taken away, that's a very blatant start. In, in making things a little more difficult and obscuring or infringing the Second Amendment and the First Amendment, as a matter of fact, yes, because of that uh, social media uh, bill submission. But that's when people do start losing confidence, and that's when little, and that's a tiny pinpoint. So that can roll into illegal gun sales. Yeah, you know, it's, it's th- that thing financially, financially, it will. It'll make things harder on small gun shops, small gun but dealers. It, it will eliminate. It, it doesn't just increases gun. the yeah. amount of the product that's assault. I know yeah. a lot of guys are gross, but any impact fee brought in to use our building analogy, and it's passed right to the consumer. Sure, you know. Hey, so it, it'll it'll cause inflation. It'll cause us. That's a small example. I'll just go to Indiana example. to buy my gun rather than Illinois. I don't even own a gun, so I don't. Well, you can't. You won't be able to. Oh, because it's cross state lines. Because, yeah, it's. You can't transport across state lines. I can't go what? to Wisconsin. You can't go buy a gun in another state? No, because if I show them my... They'll, they will ask you for your driver's license. Right. And it, the only exception are there are just a few states, but it doesn't matter. Because it's very difficult to actually buy a gun legally in another state and bring, bring it back. To back. You have to actually buy it, have it shipped to an, a licensed FFL, yeah. okay. and then go pick it up there. Okay, well, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. It costs you 75 bucks to pick it up. Yeah. yeah. It, it's Plus the 1500 now. Your piece of the 1500 Yeah, your piece of that 1500 that they're going to pay. So... I, I don't, you know, and, and parting away from, so there are, you know, we can't agree, I can't agree on taxing the holy living crap out of everything you can possibly tax, which the left seems to enjoy doing. Mm-hmm. Um, so too many on the right. But, you know, the, it, it's, okay. well, what can we agree on? I would think I'm going to shut up because uh, it hurts. I think yeah. we can agree on the fact that the state of Illinois is a machine to help determine what can we tax next. That's all they look for. But there are two reasons to tax. There's let's get money so we can run the government, mm-hmm. right? And let's suppress the activity that we're taxing. We can provide the primary. Service. The primary reason for taxes like this is to make fewer guns. Although that will it will not have that effect. No. That's that's what the liberal I believe. No, I think it's just to raise money. I think it's just to raise money, and in, in Illinois because well, there's, because there's no way they're ever going to. The law right. was written by politicians for politicians' reasons. It has nothing to do. If you ask the cops how to control guns, you get a different point of view. Sure. Because they know how to do it, mm-hmm. right? Politicians do things that are unrelated to reality. It's amazing. <laughs> I and and 
the problem is they are empowered to do it, and they don't delegate it to the people that are doing it. The reaction, well, we got politicians the talking about the wall. Politicians react to what the client or what their what their uh, voting uh, people say to them. That's what they react to. Now, to the rep- degree that they could lose an election, to the degree that they could lose an election, we're a representative government. Right. That's the whole point of it. I mean, so do I have any problem with this? I, mean, I think he's right. You know, when he's saying that this law is put there for. For just to satisfy us, uh, people say you must do something. All right, we'll do right. this. Right, we'll do this. And it doesn't do anything, but we're going to do it. Well, it does do something. It, it, it inconveniences the hell $1, out of people. Fifteen hundred dollars for a gun shop owner is a, is a pittance. You well, know, the, the, reality is, the argument is he has fifteen dollars less than he did before. But no, he's going to raise his he's going to raise his prices. Well, if you take a fellow like Mike over here on mm-hmm. on one some uh, one twenty. Second Amendment? It's a, no, this no, is a, it's a small, very, very small shop. Okay. Right. That, you know, being Second Amendment right down the street, mm-hmm. puts a crimp on him right. um, because they went big. But he still has a sales base. But he may look at that and go, you know, I, I just don't move enough mm-hmm. to wind up staying in business. You go further it's down 120 to... Just the, the just the sign that says guns when you get over into Lake Warren. Right next <laughs> That's to the all it says. Yeah, yeah, you're right. And guns. it's just it's all it says, <laughs> guns. Um, that guy has a teeny tiny shop. Um, often incredible deals on used shotguns. Um, but uh, that's his special. Um, and Dan, where I wouldn't totally agree with you is fifteen hundred bucks to some people is no small change. I mean, to your a, point, you can pass it through. It's a rollover amount. It's not much at all. Right, but that's but it's the fifteen hundred today. Then tomorrow. That's why we're in the taxation situation we are in today because what? we've been we've been Chinese water tortured to death with taxation. <laughs> we always say, well, it's only four more cents here. Truth like, to that, and and we just it's just. Next especially thing you know, it's like being the frog being boiled, right? Boiled alive. But it's especially true in Illinois. Oh, yeah. We're, we're the worst. It's, it's amazing the things they find to tax. And, and the only time we've ever actually won was the, mm-hmm. was the uh, soda tax. The soda tax. That's the one but, that everybody got up in arms about. It just cracks me yeah, up. Yeah, exactly. They're but raping us to death on our property the reality tax, is, but we throw a fit over a soda tax. <laughs> well, it blows my mind. But the reality is these, <laughs> these taxes and, and the new taxes that will be seen throughout uh, the next four years of Pritzker in office, these are all about raising funds to, to pay off the, the pensions that they stole. Yeah. And, and there's there's just there's no they way they're going to be able to pay off the pension cuz they'll spend it elsewhere. They I, I, Hey, we got a we got a pretty smart crowd of people here. I got <laughs> Let's figure a way to make money on the fact that eventually government checks in Illinois are going to bounce, right? How do we we know that's going to happen. How do you make money off bounce? I, I want to be in a, I want to do something. I want to put I, I will stake my entire life on the fact that this is going to happen. Hmm. How do we make money on it? I have no idea. Well, I tell you, buddy, when the government defaults, your best money is just going to buy yourself a gun. Uh-huh. <laughs> don't get That's why I have a few. <laughs> By the way, I want to go back to something you said. Two reasons to tax: to fund the government, mm-hmm. and what was the second? Suppress activity. I actually would break it down to some two two reasons that they do, and one of them shouldn't be there. The only one that should be there is to fund the government. I agree. The totally. other one is to redistribute wealth. Well, that's course. the one that shouldn't happen. Okay, that's I, where we got started with our problems. You, well, you agree that a tariff is a tax, right? Oh, yeah, I do. Yeah. So taxes can also be used yes. to equalize playing fields. Right. Yep. Well, I, for me, and the whole... So there's another reason for a tax. Well, the primary idea is that the taxes are for the government. Right. Correct. Right. In fact, our 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 Revolutionary War was about that very issue. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and, the, and the government said, we have been, we have been protecting you from the... 
indigenous people right. who are attacking your farms. <laughs> right. We're attacking you from these people. We want you to pay a part of it. Common defense and is we, and we said it's no. appropriate. Well, so the taxes and are... so then it's spun out. The taxes going to the government are to pay for well, social services. Can I finish? Well, let me finish. Can I, I finish? I, I promise it won't be can too long. Can I finish? <laughs> Can't be, it won't be too long. Is that what he sounded like? The, the old Ross Perot. No, go Dan. Just go. I'm go sorry. Dan. That's all right. Chef Dan. So, uh, so what they did is what the what the English did is they decided. Well, you know what? There's obviously a, a stickling point. Let's just find, find figure out another way to get money from these guys. So they mm-hmm. came up with other taxations. Right. T. And so what happened is is that the people in the here in the colonies got really mad because we weren't allowed to go into Parliament and argue whether these taxes should be imposed upon us or not, right. or how much they were. So this is taxation without representation. Yes. So if you guys are making this claim that we have taxation without representation, I'm going to say prove it because we still have it. We probably have greater representation than we've ever had. I would agree with that. Yeah, I'm not okay, saying that. We can go be. back to the 1200s. So taxation. You know, BC, you know, we can go way back when when you didn't have to say about taxes. They just showed up and took what they wanted. Mm-hmm. And you, if you survived, you survived. If you didn't, well, too bad. Most people will be surprised how, how long that the English Illinois has been in place. Illinois has, has the voting populace in place mm-hmm. to be able to support these taxes. Now, either these are advocates of it or people that just simply don't vote, same result, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the only way you're going to beat this is how? Education. Yeah. Which is not a very good, not very good thing for us right now in the, in the public <laughs> school. All the education <laughs> money goes elsewhere. The only way you're getting into university is saying is educate, you educate, educate, your, educate your voting base. <laughs> and, and you do it with facts. And why the Republican Party chooses not to take this angle, I have no idea. But they uh, don't. I'll drink to that, Dan. I mean, Absolutely. Well, looking at the... Because they're getting the, rich being politicians, too. Excuse me? Because they're getting rich being politicians, too. Well, then, then that's a problem, and they need to be removed. If I that's agree. the case. I agree. I don't know, because I'm not involved in it. Right. Um, I may get involved in politics at one time. I, mm-hmm. it, it depends on whether or not I have my brain removed. Well, I saw, but I saw that one. That would be a prerequisite. But, tax, but taxation is one of the foundations of this country. I mean, it's yeah. one of the, you have to have. You have to generate revenue to well, for, yeah. for the government. You have to have it now. Now they're in Congress right now, and they're arguing about what to do with this money. Right. They're, that's what the what, what can we agree upon? We agree upon the fact that, that there, there's an issue. There are two issues going on. One is, is that there are people in the world that are suffering, and the U.S. is really rich, and we're not suffering so much. We do suffer, but not on a scale. Right? Okay. And so the president before us, Mr. Obama, and a couple before him, Clintons were included in that, and Bush to a limited degree, was that, you know, the best way to handle these people for not them coming in here is for us to dump money in their countries and, and let them fix their problems. Yeah, I, but that doesn't work because you can't just buy it off because the people we gave the money to, they kept it. And, apparently they haven't learned because they just offered Venezuela $20 million. Yeah, yeah it didn't work for basically the 50th a, time. Basically a coup. Well, $20 million is like saying we'll buy you lunch. Especially in Venezuela. Yeah, that's what I mean by yeah, it. But, but at uh, any rate, to continue that thought, so the idea is so that, that doesn't work. So no longer are we going to dump money over there, right? Because it just doesn't work. It's nation building. And Bush said, I will, we won't do involve in nation building any longer, right? And that was what he was really talking about economically. Mm-hmm. We weren't talking about going in there in military, what we did in Iraq, but somehow it all became nation building. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. I guess that was my own little vent that had to come yeah, out. Yeah, there you go. That's okay. But so now what's happening is that these poor people are coming into the United States, all right? And so the argument is we still need to help them because we are very rich. We have a moral obligation to help them because we are very rich. And so what they want to do, the left, what they want to do is they want to have the government handle this. 
And the right's saying, well, no, because we recognize the government has a very poor record of managing anything. Correct. I well, mean, to look at the true. national parks. Just look at the government's handling yeah. the national well, parks. Post office. You don't want these people yeah, anywhere right. near they, anything they, alive. Well, then therein lies a rub. It's, it's, the, Correct. The it's government so, has never managed money uh, even closely. They are not. But, uh, however, as far as governments go, the U.S. government manages money better than most. pretty much any other government in the world. Which is a sad statement. Okay, <laughs> let me back up to something you said a minute ago, because this is something that I always have had a hard time wrapping my head around, understanding, and agreeing with. Not anything that I, I, government manages things for shit. They're, yes, I That agree we might all agree, all agree on. However, what you said oh, yeah, was, even we are a rich nation... By and large, so therefore, because of our wealth, we have a moral obligation to help other nations who are poor. I don't believe that. I don't think there's any moral obligation for us to do a damn thing for any of those other nations. They develop those problems their damn selves, and it's up to them to fix that. We are not here to go, oh, wow, you really screwed that up. Um, here, come on in here and screw yeah. us up. We don't, I don't help with them that. with I, the I way I don't, our I don't agree. I do not agree that there is any existing moral obligation for us to do that. There's I, a I massive don't. okay, I easy. Don't think so. let, 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 I, I could, I'd like to chime in on that. I believe there is a moral obligation, but it's a personal moral obligation, it's not the government's obligation. Um, I, as a Christian, am directed to help the poor. That's up to me. That's between me and my whatever. I, as John would say, whoever I call God, that's between me and them. Because the other thing that I find interesting about this, first of all, we're $22, $20 trillion in debt, so sometimes I wonder how rich we are as a nation, but that's a whole different conversation. But why are we the richest nation in the world? Because we tax. <laughs> mm, that I would totally disagree with. As Natural resources. You can't see a tongue-in-cheek in radio. Yeah, I noticed the sarcasm. <laughs> but, I mean, to me, this is the fundamental point. Why are we the richest country in the world that's ever existed? Why? Okay, let's sit on that why. Jerry, go ahead. Are we really the richest country in the world? Because I believe we have, a moral con- we have a moral obligation to take care of our own people. Yep, first. We have a horribly high homeless rate. True. We have a horrible problem with our health care system. Mm-hmm. We have a horrible uh, problem with our elderly. Veterans. And with veterans. So why do we feel like it's our obligation to go take care of the rest of the world when we can't take care of our own backyard? Great point. Why does that it have to be one or the other is my Because question. it's political. Because we can't do it other? all. Because politicians get reelected when they make gestures like this. But they're making the gestures with our money. Yeah, it's it's not the when you have more private wealth, a better job in general is done of taking care of folks that need some help. With genuinely need question. some help. And it's it's been proven over and over and over again. Now you can't ask the government to, to write the rules for the rules for Tiddlywinks, much less design a complex aid structure of any kind. We have examples all over the place 
that are active right now. The problem is the way our system is, and I'm, I'm not an anarchist or anything, but our system is set up so we incent our politicians to do things that look and feel good to masses of people, number of votes, right? And the masses of people don't have the education to understand what the hell they're doing. When we ask the government to help the poor, we are doing the poor a disservice. Huge disservice. Look we at are the being southwest of Chicago. We are now. being cruel and unhelpful. <laughs> I, just, I really believe that. Well, it doesn't work. I see the cumulus building. That's, that's hilarious. All right. Do you, do you remember, this thing called, remember, remember this thing called the Depression? Yes. Remember it, what happened in it? Yeah, it was extended because of what we did. Well, that's certainly one view. Yeah. So, so what... <laughs> So what happens is, is that, you know, and we're going to use Chicago as an example. It's, it's nearby. Tabasco with that? <laughs> I think what Dan and I are getting fired up. <laughs> so, so we have in Chicago, we have all these inter, we have all these international communities, you know, the, the towns, mm-hmm. the towns, okay? And so, right. yeah. and so they can all pretty much maintain their, their thing. And so if a family there fell down on their luck a little bit, right. other families would come in and they would help. Right. And you know, and that was an embarrassment to get help. By the way, back then, their, their pride yeah. really came wow. out. Yeah. I mean, you didn't they, hear people talking about when I go to the home with yeah. pride. Yeah, they yeah. they had to they had to they had to leave like dinners at the yeah. door so that they didn't right. know who gave it to them. Right. Otherwise, they wouldn't accept them. Right. right? So, yeah. mm-hmm. but anyway, I mean, so there's a lot of pride going on in this. But you know, people are there's no work. Right. People are getting like in some really bad conditions. And so then, the, when the community itself couldn't help out, they fell back on the church. Mm-hmm. The church stepped in and they helped out, mm-hmm. but this didn't last very long because the amount of people that had the problem, and what really cured that whole situation was was the government coming in. No, what cured it was World War II. What, what cured it was Hell. the government coming in and before World War II. But I, it was but the U.S. government that came in here and made these poverty cured and made these changes. No, poverty got cured. What we're talking about is the redistribution of wealth. Oh, that's well, an objective. No, I'm telling you that is a, is a mechanism. And it's not working. There's a mechanism that does work. I'm telling you, it works. Poverty has not it been It works to accomplish what, Dan? It's not perfect. I'm not saying that it is a solution. I'm saying it's a mechanism. That, understand yeah, what I'm saying? It's a very inefficient and It is a mechanism. mechanism. That may be your opinion, but well, it is a, a mechanism. Mechanism, a mechanism to accomplish what? Yeah. We had people in the city of Chicago that were starving to death. There was nothing there to help them with. Okay, so we so so the got political system to so the, the political system starving. got together and they brought the U.S. government in there to be able to help out with the situation to get these people out of this problem, and it did. Now, whether you want to say it was the government that got them out of it or it was just natural economics or whatever, it was beyond a question of doubt, there's no shadow of doubt in here that without the, the U.S. government coming in and intervening. It all would have cascaded into nothing. And I'm okay with that from the standpoint when things are really extreme. What happens is we did, what's, what's our famous, what's the, one of the big famous quotes of our mayor? Never let a good crisis go to waste. <laughs> That's the problem. We go in and we have a crisis and then we fix the crisis. You know, we pour something into something that is a significant problem, but then we don't pull back when it's not needed anymore. We just perpetuate the problem, okay. and we just we create more and more. Because we, I don't think you would deny we create more and more dependence, would you? That's called welfare, right? We create yeah. dependence. We are creating well, more there, and more dependence. Well, there's a couple of theories on that. Um, do, do you actually are you actually saying that if I were to get a regular check? From the government, mm-hmm. that I would stop working. There's yes. a, lot a lot of people, people that do. do. I didn't say a lot of people. I said you saying that I, no, I would. You, know, you, you, you would. You wouldn't. No, I wouldn't. Well, why not? 
You only you can answer that question. Well, what's the basis? Of, well, you can't. You are. What's the basis behind it? You are. The basis behind it is that there's a there's a there's a, a respect that I have. There's a, there's a responsibility. There's all these things that are within the society that support all this mm-hmm. thing. These are the root issues. Let's not talk about these symptoms and diseases. Mm-hmm. These are the root concepts. Oh, I agree. The root and welfare is extremely necessary. We rented out. We rented out to the Department of Public Aid. In fact, when I was putting myself through school, mm-hmm. I cleaned their offices. Which the guy next to me said, you know, we finally reached the bottom end. I said, why? And he said, well, because the people at Public Aid are the helpers for the poor. Right. They're really servants of the poor. Sure. And we clean up after those servants. So we're the servants of the You're servants, servants of, of the, the poor. <laughs> Which I and thought I'm was not, great. And I would not I, say I, that I gotta there's ask, not a role. I got to ask, have you ever, ever, ta- ever taken a dime of public money for your own support? Uh, have I ever taken a dime of the of public government money? money? I've taken in, advantage of, of tax breaks that a, that an administration puts together. Is that, would that be included? No, 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 no. Because taxes are what have you earn income. If I take I'm talking about, are you taking free stuff like Medicare or food stamps or um, subsidies on housing? And, well, and you can argue for Medicare being prepaid. I, Medicaid, I mean. Sorry. Okay, Medicaid. Yeah. This is an, I'll, I'll let no. you go where you're going with because, that. I, I, don't, I didn't mean that personally, Dan. But here, but, I'll give you a good example of. Of that, we'll be the Luke, my middle son, <laughs> had actually called yeah, we uh, a few a few days ago and had said, "Hey, um, I got a question. You're in you're in, you'd be in favor of universal income, right? And you're in favor of social support programs, and everybody should be able to take advantage." He said of this it, to right? you, yeah, and uh, yeah, Luke, and he, said, this Luke said this to me, and here's why. Here's his line of thinking was, okay. When, you know, growing up, I mean, we've been through tough times. I've been on unemployment. Uh, when the kids were little, we did food stamps for a bit. Uh, WIC, I think it was called mm-hmm. then. I don't know if it still is. Um, so, yeah, we've taken advantage of and been on social programs. Uh, I, it, it you there. paid for I your unemployment benefits more than you got out yeah, of it. Yeah. Sure, yeah. I did. Unemployment okay. only now, is a But aid. am I in favor of a universal income? Absolutely not. Do I think that um, anybody should just get, you know, services for free just because? Absolutely not. They are not there for sustenance of life. They're there for the purpose of providing some sort of assistance and aid when you absolutely need it and you, you don't have any other social economic way of supporting yourself and it can be a uh, a hand up and a leg up but it's you know it shouldn't be what you decide to live on because mm-hmm. i think if you have a universal income there won't be there not everyone is going to be like dan or like myself who say okay we get this check that's great but i'm still there are things i want to do there are things I need. I feel like I need to do things that you know are going to lend to my own personal growth that I want to achieve. Those people, frankly, who fit in that category, are not as abundant as people would like to believe. The abundance comes from the end of people receiving a universal income. They're going to say, "Wow, I don't have to do a damn thing to get a paycheck. I can live." At, and it's a choice. You're then choosing at the level of what you, at which you want to live and the condition and lifestyle uh, which you are okay with. 
And if that's your lifestyle that you're okay with and you're going to sit there and get your universal income of whatever it is, live in your uh, Section 8 federally funded or state funded housing and uh, eat your government cheese and be happy, which, by the way, is not bad. Why does it always come but down to government, government cheese? cheese isn't bad. Yeah, it, it always comes down to government Have cheese. Have we found something it's the government bad. does well? Does, do they make cheese? Oh. Um, you know, the government cows make government cheese. Um, and then those leftist cheese. cows. Those leftist cows are very leftist. <laughs> We have no idea cows. how regulated they are. <laughs> <laughs> we found our title, Leftist Cow. Leftist. Any idea how regulated cows. the dairy industry yeah, is? No, it's all huge. Um, oh, it's tremendous. Oh. But anyway, uh, I'm going to stop talking again here real quick. You can't uh, that's okay. We'll keep we'll promising that. <laughs> Can I, so, but, but it's, but it's I interesting that we, we, I think we, that we have the welfare for, for, for the super poor, right? Yeah. Yet that, that, that lower middle class and middle class... Well, they have to pay higher interest rates to get a loan. Whoa, 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 whoa. You can't equate the two. I mean, first off, of the, concept, first off the concept is, is to give a hand up, not a hand out. Correct. It's the, That's people not that are, it's the people that are abusing the system is where you have the problem. Mm-hmm. And the government's like, well, we don't have really the money or the, the ability to regulate this thing properly because it's going to cost us billions, which I believe because— it would. You know, like NASA takes so a two-year study to back up a five-year study that was paying up a ten-year study. <laughs> so a great idea got okay. out of hand, and now we don't want to. Let's let's start. It has to be corrected. I get it, but the concept behind it is is that um, that you have to have government there to help in catastrophic. It's an insurance policy. Mm-hmm. That's the point. So right. bring that's that back. And, and, the, U- and the U.S. And the, and the U.S. Constitution says it is the government's obligation. To protect us now. How far does that protection run? Right, right. I like how you used the, the the health part because let's bring it back to Obamacare. Yeah, that's to help protect folks, and and, and that's the premise. That's correct. But when the reality comes out that it does the opposite, and that it has turned the the whole health industry upside down, inside and out, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, to the point where, like in the state of Illinois, there's only one insurance company you can get insurance from. Uh, and and, and in some states, <laughs> that is on the exchange. There's only, yeah, there is no exchange. There right. is Blue Cross Blue Shield. Bingo. Yeah. So we're right. right. But yeah. that's right. not where most people want. There and there are many states that uh, don't even have that option. Right. Because right. of what's happened. Yeah. Right. They don't. And they've, they've okay. pulled entirely. But it saved, at least it saved twenty five hundred dollars per family, and you get to keep your doctor and keep. Your <laughs> But the regulation. That's sarcasm. When we start talking about the regulation, about symptoms of a problem. Actually, we're going back to what the what the left's argument is about the protection of other humans and the U.S. And they believe that the concept is that the U.S. is so powerful, and we are, we're the most powerful country in the world, not only economically but also militarily. Mm-hmm. We are. I agree with that. And so, they, so the left is saying that look. It's immoral for us to have this kind of money. It's immoral for us to have these millionaires. We have the largest per capita millionaires mm-hmm. in the world. It's immoral for us to do this and yet have poor people. And they and they're not limiting to uh, foreign. They're also saying people. You know, I think uh, Kentucky's always used, or maybe it's Tennessee. I can't remember what. There's one state they always use. I always laugh about it. And I love going to the government to learn it's what, heuri- what's, it's a heuristic. what's moral and what's immoral. Well, That's exactly. Right. I, I mean, you know, it, it gets, the United it, States government. It gets off the rails. But, but the <laughs> argument that's going on now on this immigration basis of it is, is that these people have a right. Now, when, when I was going, th- when I was going through political <laughs> science class, the, the the teacher was telling me that in the Constitution in Europe, they actually have a clause in there that says that people have a right to have a job. 
And I thought about that for all about three seconds before I got so mad about this situation I had to leave the class. <laughs> they threw you up. What, and like, right? No, because I don't, I don't blow up outwardly. I blow up inwardly. That's how you see my eyes color change. Good thing you're a big guy. <laughs> Actually, I started out small because I kept it in. That's why I got big. <laughs> but I mean, the right to have a job, what does that mean? So this is the argument that they're having right now. Right. This is the fundamental principle of it. These, they have a basic human right to do what? This is what the left is arguing, mm-hmm. and they're correct in many ways. The problem is, is that who the hell is going to pay for it? Right. And so they say that, well, we're going to tap into these people that work their asses off and these billionaires so that their second-generation, third-generation kids don't have any money to lose, which is always what happens. But uh, uh, And the right is saying that, wait a minute, you're going to raise taxes on us because you want to distribute it to people that, that haven't done anything? Why don't you just let the, the, the philanthropic organizations do this? Which I'll bring up another stat, which is a very hard one to research because a lot of philanthropic organizations don't uh, report. Right. But the ones that do, the United States is the largest, by a long shot, philanthropy mm-hmm. monies yeah. than anyone. And I can tell you, I'm, I, I'm familiar with, with, I'm very closely associated to someone affiliated with the super wealthy in the country and as, as a clientele base, and uh, they are very philanthropic. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yes. it, it's, my wife works at a very high level, and uh, she's told me time and again, uh, you would not believe how much philanthropy the, goes on with the super wealthy. And there, I bet the majority of them are left. And, I bet uh, the majority of those people you deal with are lefts. Uh, or less what? L E F T. Oh, less. It's now a noun. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I thought you said less. No, well, people that are conservative are way, statistically, are way more generous with their money than liberals. The super wealthy, the majority of them are liberals. Well, I think that majority there's some, some, like, you know, look at Davos right now, and you might, I might have to agree with you. But my point would be is, I, it's just for, very, for me, it's very simple. I would rather. Some people trust the government to do that more than they would trust those individual, those evil rich people. I have seen it too many times that those evil rich people do way more positive work on less money, more efficient than the government ever has. I maybe shared this story when I went down the hurricane. And the government can be. That's the fundamental issue. The government cannot be efficient. Right, they can't. By its own mechanisms, it has to be transparent. We'll all agree on that. I'm telling you, I have a friend of mine who who just moved into a directorship in a city. I won't Mm -hmm. mention any names. Mm -hmm. Him and I were just discussing this. Mm -hmm. He says, I had no idea how bad it, it really is oh, in a bureaucracy. He says, right now I realize why it co- everything costs almost twice to do it right. and takes three times as long because mm-hmm. of the of the transparency because they're using public funds. Right. So well, There are private groups of super wealth. The super wealthy does have a very special <laughs> private group that uh, is very philanthropic and they as a team get together on occasion. I know Bill Gates is part of it, uh, part of the group and, 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 and I'm not sure there's about... At last I saw it was about eight or nine of uh, these super wealthy. And what they do is try to determine what next, next social subject do they want to 
put money into mm -hmm. and then they go through the whole process of, of like a business process mm -hmm. how are we going to put it in how is it going to be efficient they do they're everything the government doesn't do strategize. so yeah they're not just throwing money at something and, and, and hoping right. it, it solves a problem and they also try to do social engineering and this yeah. is one of the main problems with these groups is they screw up a lot of stuff yeah well, there's another conversation they spend the money on social we're not causes saying that they're that are destructive people. not helpful yeah but I'm off here the example when I went down after Hurricane Katrina in Mississippi and uh, three churches were running tents with, uh, we, we, were short, we were the clothing tent, there was the grocery store tent, and then there was the three squares a day tent. People were getting help and aid and stuff like that that I couldn't believe, all by volunteers and all from, you know, funds from churches and things of that nature. And I, th this was one of the clearest things in my, and then in that same park, in that same Kmart parking lot as all this was going on was a FEMA tent. And for the four, four or five days that I was there, all this is happening in these three tents, and I just see three FEMA people just sitting in a FEMA tent, just sitting there. Right, doing nothing. And I said, that's, the, that's for me, was a clear representation of what I, why I believe what I believe. And that wasn't it's just true for a couple money. of days. Right, and that's just wasted money. And it's, for one of it, part of it, it was the difference between people who wanted to be there and people who had to be there. The government people have to be there. They're not there because they want. They weren't there. Those people weren't there because they wanted to help the, the victims. Although of they certainly could be, they you're could not, be. You're not ruling but that's that out. not why they were there. And so that's what I mean by I believe. So that's to me is a crystal clear example. If all the money that was being spent by FEMA there would have been been in the pockets of people that really were there to help people, it would have served even more people. My point that, is, that's, I believe that's we help more assumption. people in the private sector than we do in the in the public sector. It is absolutely. That doesn't mean there's not a need for the government. To your point, if all we did was truly was a safety net, we would have more than enough money to take care of it. If that's all it was, we have gone. We but you also have to we in, blew up the in, safety net involved in that thing is also you have to be proactive. Yeah. And so if they see trends that are happening, they have to act upon them. Sure. I mean, that's all part of a chain of reasoning. Mm -hmm. I mean, mm -hmm. and, and, and it's extremely important. Again, the chain, of reasoning, the, the chain of reasoning that's going on in, with this immigration issue is that, you know, it's not, they're really not that big of a threat to us. And the conservatives are saying, well, actually, it is. And there's other cascading problems. But the fundamental issue that's behind it is, is that who's going to pay for all these people right, coming yeah. in? Yeah, we don't. We because at some point, and, and the reason why we had immigration quotas to begin with, right. was to not hurt the areas in which these people came in because right. they saw what happened sure. in New York and they got flooded, mm -hmm. and the economic disaster that that, that remained in its wake mm -hmm. was like ridiculous. And they said, "We will never do that again." Yeah, so they started putting up quotas. Well, if we keep doing what we're doing, the day will come where nobody will want to come here because there won't be any reason to anymore. And, well, and the left will have achieved their objective so of making doing what you, what we're doing. will be equal. Oh, You're talking about you don't, but that's the difference. You don't believe that. I do. You just described it in New York. You described it in Germany. But it's not evil. It's not. It's not like they're like sitting around planning this idea. Like, oh yeah, let's let's bring the country down. I mean, no, I, I hear that. I hear that vitriol, and I I'm like, think no. really do. Well, Obama I'm not said he wanted to transform America of having that. Is their motive? Their motive may well be as entirely moral, yeah. but it's implemented. The path to hell is paved with good intentions, and especially when they're executed <laughs> by politicians who are not incented to do a good job. Well, there is nothing. There is nothing that gets votes from that, that comes. If the charity helps them, I don't get any votes. It, for it's it. all based on reaction <laughs> instead of proaction. <laughs> right. That's what. That's what. 
Peter's point was, and he was talking about that gun law. He says this yeah. is a reactive, placating piece of reactive re- legislation. He's right, it is. Yeah. But you know what? It's like the bump stock. You yeah. know, I oh, mean, yeah. how many people have been killed with a bump stock in the history of the freaking U.S. And like, one guy right. unloads on these people with a right. bump stock, and suddenly the bump stocks have to be outlawed. Because again, if, you're, if you, you have, made a great react- point earlier. We don't deal with any root causes in this country. No. If you have no. a thumb, a trigger finger, and a belt loop, you have a bump stock. Yeah. You it are 100% correct. The same damn way. But that's maybe um, I, where I totally agree with you, Dan, but, is we never talk about the root causes of things. I mean, because if we did, what we'd be talking about in terms of poverty is the breakdown of the family. Correct. But we don't do that. That's right. Because that's now wrong, and politically but, incorrect. But this group here, this podcast group, should be. Yeah, I agree. Now, see, here's where we can reflect lightly on what we talked about last week, which, by the way, I don't know if any of you went back and listened um, I was here, so I didn't. But uh, I, did, I did take out a big chunk from the beginning. Oh, you did. And, um, yeah, it, it came down. It was only down. 39 minutes long? Yeah, it, it came way down. Oh, okay. and, uh, uh, but <laughs> with regard to family and the breakdown of the family, people mm-hmm. don't want you talking about the breakdown of the family. They want a different definition okay. of the word family because they want to make everything that's come about and that has has been happening societally to be okay. You like Southwest Chicago. Not okay. And no matter how wonderfully you want to frame it, no matter how many shows you put... um, There's a funny show. I don't know what network it's on. My wife puts it on every now and then. Um, The only person I know in the show is Brad Garrett, the super giant dude Mm -hmm. from Everybody Loves Raymond way back when. But it's it's all about single parents. And it glorifies the single parenting and that how you all come together and how you become a big family. And and it really does a wonderful job. There are two single fathers. The, 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 the featured people are two single fathers and, and two single mothers. Yep. And how absolutely wonderful they all are and how they are there because of their little clique. They're in the network and they support each other and it's a wonderful, wonderful thing. And it's, it's not reality. It's not reality. It's what they want to feed you. It's what they want to show you. And they, meaning the people who are putting this out, putting together and saying, societally speaking, we've let, let or allowed or it has simply run rampant the ideology of divorce. Mm-hmm. It's really easy to get married and then say, for whatever screw reason, screw it. Um, we're done. Disney um, that out. You know, it's uh, if uh, you are someone who is promiscuous doesn't matter if you're a male female or if you're like the fellow who uh, is a trans species identifier who wants to <laughs> well I'm not kidding this was in the news this was in the news the other day uh, and uh, we just lost Dan he's identifying as a turkey can you look that up for me please <laughs> oh now you want I, me to look it up huh? on that one I don't want to know the philosophy behind it well, here's the thing here's where I'm coming from on this he's identifying as a turkey and wants to ban Thanksgiving and oh so he's gosh. making a huge, huge noise because turkeys are people too. Because they're um, they're, they're part of his family, and so he wants to identify interspecies as family. And we have we all have pets. We have cats, dogs, hamsters, gerbils, turkeys, turkeys, whatever it might be, Deer. a duck. It does, and they they do become part of your family unit. 
but people want to make everything okay right. that isn't okay. We won't even call evil evil anymore, in my opinion. Do you guys know this? And I'm, I don't. I hate to drop this at the end, but the the law that New York passed about abortion. Yeah, if but you no, survive, yeah. if you survive, if the baby survives the abortion, it can be killed. Think yeah. about that. Wow, that kind of rousing response. I mean, just no. Well, that law yesterday. Just think yeah. about that. I mean, yeah. we live in the greatest country in the world, and that's a law in a state in one of our. They just, said most I powerful. I did not use the word great. It, it's yeah. it is yeah. They passed a law. Abortion now can occur up, up to, to birth. And the, but if it in the state of New York, yeah. and so the concept behind this is about a belief aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You believe that that uh, the child has the right to exist. The other people believe that it has the right to uh, that they have the right to choice. Right. The government situation on this thing is to define that. Well, how are we supposed to deal with this mm-hmm. with this right. interruption? And they do it. They, we define it by our constitution because that's the, the, the basis of it all. And okay. so and so my point is that, is that government can only go so far. Sure. Government is, is government here to to, to it is not to, meant to regulate the body or the dictate. individual or dictate right. right. But it is there to protect us from civil tension, which is why I think the government is going to tax this radio station. Is protection is protection? Do you include the the, the uh, help us protect ourselves from ourselves? <laughs> well, we got a lot, a lot of laws to do that. You know, that's, I mean, uh, we have the right to because, life, because liberty, that's kind and of pursuit of happiness. That's Asimov, right? You know, yeah. mm. that's protect us from our the, own. The three laws. Uh, what was the name of that book? Uh, <laughs> I can't remember. I, I know, know what you're talking, talking about, too. Yeah, what was yeah. that? I missed uh, it. They made a movie out of it with Will Smith. Which one? What, uh, what about? Asimov's book, uh, iRobot. iRobot. Oh, there you go. They have to protect ourselves. You know, obviously, the concept behind government has gotten really out of control. Sure. But we have a, we have a representative government that is supposed to check and balance, is supposed to correct us. Mm. Do we see that going on right now? Do we see mm. our system correcting it? The trend is in the other direction. You think so? Yes, I, I don't know. I, I see the fact that, that it is. I think that it, well, checks and balances. These, pe- aren't these people are now. We have two sides that are arguing some base points. Very polarized. And there's it. checks and balances that are keeping this in play. Mm-hmm. And and I agree. Yeah, but All the checks and balances aren't for the basics. They're for the extremes. You know, they're, they're checks they're, and balances are to stop it from going into going a into blown out fight. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, like a shooting war. A right. spiral. Yes, yeah, because you know we've had a lot of changes in government, and I think I can only come up with one in, in, at the t- off the top of my head that that actually went to blows. You know, and that was the Civil War. Yep. Right, and so uh, we haven't had anything since then. So it's been a pretty amazing California it's, lately. It's been a pretty amazing <laughs> exchange. Well, yeah. you get hopped up on all that flower stuff. I'm just saying. Well, the only one side is being violent right now, so that's why we haven't had a civil war because only one side does is is. Perpetually, that's why they're making that legal in Illinois soon. What's that? I said. I said the reason it's not a civil war is only one side seems to be promoting violence right now. Well, in what regard? Well, the left is they they riot on campuses. They oh, oh, I see what you're saying. You're you're talking about what they're calling an active protest. Yeah, the right side. The right people on the right have not yet taken to violence. People on the left have. And here's the thing: the 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 what's going to happen there is the people on the left who are taking to violence and who are do act violently. At some point, they're going to poke the wrong yeah, bear, and it's going to get ugly. They're going to poke. 
either too many bears, right? They're going to poke the a one. giant bear, <laughs> or just the wrong really donkey. The, the wrong. Well, when you go in blindfolded, that's and, what happens. Yeah. And that is, and Thank then. You. Thank you. All then, what's going to happen is the media is going to shine a spotlight on oh, that just bear. Just that one bear, yeah. and that bear, no matter whether it's a person, a group, or mm-hmm. what it might be, they're going to demonize that bear for defending itself and its home. And you know how we already know it's already ideal. But you're, but you're it's, assuming I mean, it's, it's going to be very blatant. And I've talked about this. I before. disagree with you because you're assuming the fact that these people can actually get together on a single point. And they can't. They're and doing they it. They're doing it to those <laughs> the media that kids are, from that co- uh, from I, that Covington I, High School. They're not forming anything. It's a bunch of I whack jobs. Seriously, they're but they're effective. Yeah, they're effective. Whack jobs. jobs are always effective, but they don't last. I'm well, just saying that's true. what he's describing as the air. That's but, what they're doing. They're practicing. Right? It's going to get oil to replace one of the two. <laughs> the, we will not get out of any of this without a severe and very large violent I clash. I don't believe that. I just don't. I have heard. I have heard that. Not going to get out. Throughout history since the Civil War, time and time and time again, and it's not happening. It hasn't it, happened yet. It will. It will. Do you remember the remember the million men of arms in, that were armed that came in from World War One yeah. about their about their rights yeah. mm-hmm. about the, you know the fact that they weren't paid and the communists didn't, yeah. didn't pay them. They they passed the bill but they didn't fund it. Yeah. So they all they come from all over the country. A guy starts mm-hmm. out in the state of Washington, takes a train. They wind up. There's like a million of them, and these are all vets. You know, yeah. it's like guys that actually have weapons and know how to use them. <laughs> yeah. Oh. And uh, it was rising up to uh, the it was so rising up to a, this crescendo where everybody thought there was going to be a breakout civil as, you know aspect, and it was uh, Doug MacArthur yeah. who was ordered by the president at the time not to cross the the, the Potomac, but right. he does. Right, and he finds the leader of the group and he says, "Are you here to cause a civil insurrection, an armed civil insurrection?" Mm-hmm. And the guy said, "No, of course not. I love my country." He said, "Great." Go have your men go out and gather all the weapons and bring them here. We're going to take them over to the other side of the river. And they did. Mm-hmm. And it ended. Yeah. And they, and, it, and they did resolve the issue. Yeah. Well, I just, I'm, I'm Pete, I don't want to agree with <laughs> you, but I'm afraid you're right. I'm afraid you are right because I, what else is going to stop the march of the left? What's going to stop them from not getting more violent when they don't? I mean, right now the latest was the now these kids the, the, now now that they proved that this whole narrative about the the kid at Covington High School was was BS about the Indian. Yep. Now th- what they do they change the narrative. He he deserved it because he was wearing a MAGA hat and that triggers people. Well, it's just that's the latest narrative. Yeah. The country is going to listen to this, right? The, the news broadcasts they can do all they want to try and sway the opinion, but the country will listen to this and they will vote. And then, they, then you'll see the difference. I, I and think, I agree with you. But what if, uh, what if a up. whole bunch of them just go down that path? That's what I can't understand is how they are demonizing and dehumanizing. And sleep at night. How can you say such crap day after day after day? Because go it's home become and sleep, morally cool for them to do so. Mm-hmm. So I think they are morally justified. But you know that's why you know. Okay, I, I share about money. I share Peter's conviction and Don's. Fear, perhaps at a lower level, but here's the deal: it is a tipping point situation. What is the whole? Are we going to wind up in violence before we change the direction of how we run our country? So you're saying that if I can understand the, the, what you're posing here, you're saying that they won't be able to handle it through the way that we have done it since the Civil War. You're saying that today there's a movement to to say that the that the, that the Constitution should be thrown out. Oh yeah! All of the all of the politicians that are involved in it should be thrown out. The entire system needs to be changed because it is unfair 
and, and how wealth is distributed Did you in this say country. Anything like that, Dan? Are you saying all those things? No, I am not. Good, because if you were, I'd agreed with you. Because <laughs> <laughs> I hear that too. For some time now, two years, four years, depending on who you read, we have more people taking money from the government, free stuff, than not. Mm-hmm. We have a lot more people taking money from the government than fully support themselves. A lot more. Mm-hmm. It's like 60% to yeah. 40% or something like that. Right? The point is they outvote people. Mm-hmm. The people taking money from the government, the people we disincent from working and therefore condemn to a, a different set of morals, different set of ethics, different set of objectives, now outvotes us. Mm-hmm. That because that's frightens incentive. me. Because now the government that, yeah. is going to work, it seems from my point of view, more and more and more for the left because that's how they get reelected. And, so they get elected. and it's a f- basic flaw in the system. I, 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 boy, if you had brought if you had brought me into a conversation 30 years ago about limited suffrage, mm-hmm. I would have made everybody look. Uh, I, I would have I would have blown up and said, "No, you got to be kidding me! That is not what we believe in. Okay, we on, do believe." On in that, that can on that note, I have to wrap this up because <laughs> I have to go get my damn tooth pulled. Um, so your head. Would you can, like us to come? We can keep going. Hold your hand. Yeah, no, I don't need a handheld. I just need this damn tooth out of my hand. You don't want to hug you either. Have so no, I've got pliers. I vote that we have a coup. <laughs> Throw him out. We'll keep talking. <laughs> You can, you, well, you know what? By the you time bring, you get back, you bring your own stuff, <laughs> you can keep coughing. I'm leaving with my toys. So, yeah, just right. the rest of them won't be on the podcast. Thank you very much. Yeah. This is for you. You had a wonderful conversation. Thank you very much. <laughs>